Welcome, everybody, to episode 44 of the Anime Arcade Podcast. Let me just repeat that. It's the Anime Arcade Podcast. My name is Jeff, and I'm here with Logan. <laughs> Yo. <laughs> and Carlos. What's up, everyone? I never know what you're doing. I yeah. never know. <laughs> it's always a nice surprise. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, th- this is the, the podcast you've all been waiting for, part one of our summer 2017 reviews. Um, I didn't have too much to talk about this time along, but you guys definitely did. Uh, and it sounds like it was, once again, a pretty interesting season. I, uh, I continue to make good picks, I think. <laughs> I, uh, I continue yeah. to watch good shows. So it's been another good season for me. And uh, I hope everyone else enjoyed it as much as I did. It had its ups and downs. There are, there are definitely high highs, but there are some pretty low lows, and we'll get into those. Yeah, yeah, we we definitely we definitely went all over the spectrum on this on this episode. We we had some we had a super low score and um, a high score. So yeah, an unfortunate low score, I think. Mm. Yeah, agreed. But yeah, they'll hear about all of that in a bit. Yeah, so thank you for listening and enjoy. See you Thanks, soon, guys. Protect my balls. Let's podcast it up. So, guys, I uh, if you've been in our general chat in the Discord, you've probably seen that I've been watching Love Live, Woo! Sunshine. It's a callback to our last episode when I said that I would be catching up on that. It is about time, sir. Yeah, man. <laughs> Drafts can be used for things other than just picking shows, I guess. They can be used to force you <laughs> to catch up on them as well. <laughs> um. But uh, I feel like I've gotten to the point now because, you know, I, I watched a bit of Sunshine and I just wasn't feeling it with the girls. And I thought, you know, Muse was a one-time thing. But um, I think that this cast is starting to really grow on me and to the point where I I, I really – I'm really interested in what's going to happen with them. That I think that emotionally I've connected with them. Yeah. I, I feel like, you know, we, we talked about this in our review and stuff like that. But for me, like the first four to five episodes felt like just the same thing as the you know original love live but then they kind of finally broke out and started doing their own kind of things so mm-hmm. takes a little bit love the um love the uh the oh god words are not coming to me today <laughs> it's all that beer man <laughs> yeah no i love the uh the uh, they're the, the people that they're up against oh rivals, Snow. the rival yeah. group yeah yeah yeah, Saint Snow has, um, has a really good performance, like in the middle of the show. Yeah, no that that was really cool, and they seem a little the, the they they seem a little their their personalities seem a little weird, but maybe they'll grow a little just bit. Just don't watch the last episode. <laughs> no, you have to just just watch it. I have it's, to. Yeah, I have you to. have to experience it to know what we're talking about. 
But uh, the question is, will I come to consensus on a best girl before the end of the show? Because at this point, I really am totally up in the air. Like Rico's in the running. Like she's definitely probably the top right now. But there's a couple others that are jockeying for first place, I feel like, in the the best girl race. Mm, All right. Well, who who are your other ones? Like (laughs) Mari. Mari. Okay. Solid choice. Um, (laughs) Anamaru. Gotta love her with her little and and Daya only because I feel like I could really like her. Uh, she hasn't gotten a lot of love yet. Yeah, I, I I like the fact that you're one of the one of the only people I know. Like I didn't I didn't hate her, but she's definitely not in my top area at all. But I love the mm. fact that you just didn't out and outright hate her because there are so many people who just fucking hate Daya. Um, yeah. And if you play, if you st- if you jump back into Sif and start grabbing the the Aquas cards, like a lot of people say that they started to like uh, Daya more based on her little stories in uh, uh, in those. You know, she her and um, it was a canon canon. The, she hasn't gotten too much love either. But the the scene they had of them when they were younger in their past uh-huh. they were adorable like both of them were super adorable but then canon was like canon's been like super stone face cold hearted whatever <laughs> apparently since whatever happened to her that, in the past that's but. the thing is like, i feel like the the drama for for sunshine was a lot heavier than uh yeah dialed up a lot the muse uh muses so i'm hoping in the second season that you got uh that we we'll get less of that. We'll just get more performances and maybe some conflict because there has to be conflict, but yeah. Yeah. But it's lighthearted conflict. Hmm. Yeah. Melodrama is not cool, especially in a show like that. Speaking of, uh, Sif, Logan, did you see the new Ellie card that's up right now? Yep. Yep. I, uh, I have been playing. Yeah. It's a, I like the idolized version. I might actually try for, for the two. I'll probably just try for the, the one and then, just a sticker sticker upgrade yeah yeah Yeah. she's got cat ears in the idolized version for those of you who don't know so go get you go get you some ellie so carlos we're gonna be hanging out in a couple uh a month oh yeah 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 jeff jeff will be coming to my state (laughs) yeah i'll be in the area so when is episode 50 we need to start talking about what we're going to do for episode 50. There's got to be something special. I have to ask you guys every time we we record this damn thing. Like, what episode is this again? Uh, and so, <laughs> once again, what episode is this again? You know, just let me take a look at my desktop real quick. Um, we are on 44. Because I uh, can never remember either. Yeah, yeah no, we're, we're, we have terrible memories. It's a we only do this. We can do this. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, we only do this every other week, so they don't stay fresh in our minds. But what have you guys been up to? Anything before we want to get into our main topic today? School Idol Festival, fishing in Concole, and school. School has started up. Cool, huh? I am back in collage. Um, I have played uh, a couple games. I guess I'll just talk about it real quick. Uh, I finally played Tacoma, uh, which is like a, a first-person exploration game. Um kind of like story-based narrative. Uh, there's no no fighting, no shooting, nothing like that. It's entirely built around this mechanic of uh, augmented reality and time scrubbing to listen on con- cool. conversations and stuff like that. I uh, really enjoyed it, so uh, definitely worth a look if you're looking for something. And then 
how is the gameplay like you're saying story based is it kind of like a strange um what is what is the name of that game again um, life is strange life is strange um, or? similar kind of mechanic but it's like so the the premise is you are sent to out to the space station called tacoma um to find out what happened to this crew that was uh stationed on the uh, on the space station and so it's like it's entirely like ar based so as soon as you get there you get like these eye implant things and you can kind of see where people walked and the conversations they had because everything was recorded by this ai on the station so it's just kind of walking around the station figuring out what happened and stuff like that it's pretty cool Oh God! You're giving me thoughts of Dead Space, no. which is obviously a much <laughs> yeah, different game. Different, not <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Awesome, Dead Space, great Dead game. Space though, is, if you haven't yeah. played it, sure, sure. Um, yeah, cool, man. Well, uh, yeah, no, I've just been doing um, putting up a fence in my backyard that was destroyed during the hurricane. So my body and mind are shot right now. <laughs> Perfect time for a review cast, <laughs> right? <laughs> yeah. Reviewing our summer shows. Yeah. Our at least 17 review. Part of our summer shows. A little under half of our summer shows, but we'll uh we'll get to all of them eventually. Um so let's kick it off. Sounds the good. The first show on our list is a show that nobody got. I considered it, uh, but I didn't pick well, I actually draft it. <laughs> you you were going to because we thought that uh Fox Spirit Matchmaker had disappeared for some reason so you were going to pick this oh but, if only yeah, it had yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we'll get into that next episode <laughs> um anyway but yeah so i i considered this one but uh i didn't actually pick it up um it's uh, in another world with my smartphone uh this follows the <laughs> the adventures of uh toya mochizuki um as uh, he dies and uh, God calls him up to heaven and is like, hey, uh, you were not supposed to die. My bad. Um, so I'll give you any wish. And Toya is really cool about being dead. <laughs> and so much so that God's like, I like this guy. And he, like his one wish when he gets reborn into this other world, this fantasy world, is he wants his smartphone. God does him a solid and his his uh, smartphone is able to recharge through magic it's able to do just about any damn thing, and he is a, and because he was so cool, he is a, like reborn with the ability to use any magic in the world, which is like an like not an impossibility, but it's never happened before in this world. So he's born into wow. this world, just the most OP holy shit thing ever, ever. Um, and on top of that, he's got you know knowledge of uh, modern knowledge, so uh, right. So, yeah, this is this definitely had one of the goofiest kind of synopsis, <laughs> yeah. I think, of all the shows that we drafted last season. Yeah, yeah, for sure. <laughs> um, he he goes like walking through the world for his first time. He meets uh, a pair of sisters, uh, Els and Linz, and they're I, I'm not going to even try and say their last name. Um, <laughs> they're um, adventurers, and so he kind of gets in on the adventuring game. Uh, with them and then they meet a girl from I, it's either the western or eastern continent i'm pretty sure it's the eastern continent because it's essentially japan uh she's a japanese girl touring in this medieval uh setting and she joins their party 
and he does he's so incredibly badass he he uh impresses like the local lord and then the local king and the local king's daughter well i guess local king the king of the country's daughter wants to marry him and so she joins the party it says it's this isn't a show you should take seriously. It's a harem. It is straight up a harem with the, the slight pretense of having any kind of conflict. I, I kept waiting for there to be like a two episode, like, okay, this is where the smartphone doesn't work for him. Never came. <laughs> oh, he, God. Every episode, he solved He solved like nations worth of problem just like that. Uh, because he was also able to use null magic, which is the rarest form of magic. And he could master it just by seeing the spell performed <laughs> can you imagine this show like 20 years from now when smartphones are not not the thing <laughs> it'd be like it'd be like if, if in the 90s there was a show called in another world with my beeper <laughs> or the, in the late 80s in another world with my car phone <laughs> Jesus, it will not age well i promise no, you. no. it's 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 funny it made it did what it needed to do for a harem. It just it made me laugh. It kind of made me like slap my head and go, "Jesus, this is stupid." But you know, funny, stupid. Um, so it's not a show. How was the animation? It's decent. I didn't see anything that made me go, "Wow, that's awful," or anything that's mm. like, "Wow, that's amazing." It's just kind of in the middle. Um, okay. The the characters were all pretty cute, and in the little you know the moments they had. Uh, where the girls were jealous or, you know, like fall for him and stuff like that. It was really reminiscent of older harems that I saw. So that made me happy because it was a show I could watch without much. Like, I didn't have to, like, really think about the show. It was like a relaxed show. So, and it, it brought me back to older harems that I hadn't seen in a while. So. Nice. Um, if I had to, to rate the show, because there's not really a whole lot to say about it. Uh. 2.5, it's okay. It's really forgettable. Average. Although I will say the ending made it seem, because from what I hear, this is a really popular light novel. The ending made it seem like there's going to be a sequel. So I was like, hmm. okay, if there's more of it, cool. But hopefully it comes sooner rather than later because I will forget most of this, this anime. Uh, and that is In Another World with my smartphone. Nice. So, so this is a show that you'd probably recommend to someone if they're looking for just some like a comedy, something yeah, so light to watch. I would probably you know? recommend other stuff first. Uh, but if they were bored and had watched all my other recommendations, there's this one. You could do worse than this one. If okay. if you if you hit the little <laughs> random button on Crunchyroll, like if you're bored and you wind up with in another world on my smartphone, just watch it. So, <laughs> cool, awesome. Um. Awesome. The so next what show we is got next. Mine. <laughs> uh, Carlos got all the all the shows this this season. Yeah, I I just I had nothing better to do, so I watched a lot of anime. Um, cool man. The this show was actually, I think this was my first pick, wasn't it? Uh, if not your first, then I'm, your second. Yeah, it was it was one of my first picks. This was, I think I think I think this was your second. Okay, this was uh, yeah. Hajimete no Gal, or my first girlfriend is a gal. It's a show I was really really excited for. We will get into this. <laughs> uh, so it's it uh, follows Junichi Hashiba, um, who is a nerd. Uh, he realizes that like everybody else, like literally everybody else in the first episode in his school 
uh, is dating, except for him and his little group of nerd friends. Um, <laughs> and his friends, uh, being the stand-up guys that they are, we'll get into them, uh, <laughs> they set him up so that he has to go meet up with one of the Gyarus from his school uh, named uh, Yukanayame. And when he gets there, he just kind of like begs her to be his girlfriend. And she takes pity on him and uh, they start going out. So his first girlfriend is this really stylish gal girl who he thinks is, you know, very experienced, probably a little slutty. Um, and stuff like that. What's a gal girl? If you don't mind uh, asking, it's st- uh, stands for like Yadu. It's a type of culture, like a rebellious fashion type subculture in in uh, Japan, where they dye cool. their hair blonde or light colors. It's changed a lot, and they wear like a lot of makeup. Like back in the nineties, they used to wear like white makeup. Uh, now it's just like uh, a lot of yeah. makeup, and they sometimes cool. they'll tan themselves. Uh, kind of like a rebellious thing. Or nice. I think that's what it's supposed to be seen as. Anyway, so yeah, Yukana is actually just like an average girl. She just likes that fashion style. She's not, you know, some major slut or anything like that. She's probably, they don't really get into it, but I'm pretty sure a virgin. So not at all what Junichi is thinking. Um, and the, the show is, you know, it, it's very standard rom-com. Like he's, he thinks one thing. Uh, but you know, it's wrong because misunderstandings and etchy happens because, you know, there's Yame who's really pretty. And then there's all these other girls who, for whatever reason, are also interested in Junichi, uh, who are to a certain extent degree Gyarus themselves. Um, it was okay. Like, let's get into the, the friends, uh, he has a group of friends that are similar to the friends. And, and I didn't make this distinction myself. I got to give credit where credit's due. This is, um, uh, I just lost his name, YouTuber. Uh, Giguk, sorry. Giguk uh, made this distinction that they're like a bargain, bargain version of the prison school friends. That's exactly what they are. They're over the top and like really ridiculous the the first two there's a his friend shimpei who's got glasses and he's just a big pervert and then there's a uh, kago who's the same thing he's like a blonde kid but he's real big pervert minoru is the one that like i just couldn't get like i couldn't uh get over he made that show he, unwatchable for me yeah no he is a lollicon writ large and done to a degree that like is ridiculous and not only that but they 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 kind of vindicate him at the end at the end he's kind of a hero figure which is just the most insane thing i've ever seen mm. uh they really drug the show down because whenever whenever junichi who i could get over for being a little nerd boy and you can like we're having their little <laughs> things these friends always had to be there and his thing this minoru guy's thing was always are there going to be little girls there? Are there going to be little girls there? And it's like, oh god! And and the friends are even aware of this. They're even like, like one of the says, like uh, when you get older, some nice men in uniform are going to come and take you away. Don't resist. They know. So why don't they distance themselves from this guy? He's so yeah. fucking creepy. And like, he gets a job at a preschool, and no one just bats it. It's so. 
incredibly oh, god awful. No. It's like I loved Yukana and Junichi's like little synergy. I I thought yeah. this this probably would have been a two point five, maybe even a three show. Like if it was more Yukana than the other girls, because some of the other girls were just annoying. Mm. But with <laughs> with all that, with just the the constant harping on these friends, and they had to be in every fucking episode. Uh. This is like I, I'm sad to say that one of the shows I drafted so highly. This is a one, and the only reason it wasn't a point five is because there a there was a worse show this season, <laughs> and b wow. you kind of was there and she was pretty yeah, fucking. Great. She was cute. Yeah, I did enjoy yeah. what little I did see. So, her. yeah. In in closing, what is this show as etchy as it looks? Um, you know what? Honestly, no. Like, the first episode no. teased us with some pretty awesome etchy. Uh, a few of the other episodes, there was kind of some. And they even, like, they even censored some stuff. And I was like, this isn't this isn't censor- hmm. censorship worthy, really. I mean, there hmm. were shows with, I mean, last season, um, Seven Mortal Sins. That required censorship. It was going to be on TV. This, right. eh, not so much. So, yeah, huh. disappointing. Yeah, the pictures I've seen from the show, just, I mean, you kind of clearly is... Uh, very busty and um they, uh, she seems to be put into some pr- provocative uh oh, positions sure. in some of the sure. screenshots oh, and I've the, seen, but the dub i it was real quickly that apparently i didn't watch the dub but apparently uh funimation got got a little uh crazy with the dubbing uh changing <laughs> changing a lot of what was said into other things so apparently they got in trouble for oh, that. yeah yeah they um so, so a one though oh yeah that's a Strong start to the season. I promise it'll get better. <laughs> yeah. It'll get better. But yes, Hajimete <laughs> no Gal one. Don't watch it, even if you like Echi. Like, it's not worth your time. There's yeah. so much better Echi out there. <laughs> That's a shame. This next one, I'm definitely really, really curious to hear about, though, because I've heard quite a bit about it this season. Yeah, the next one is uh, Suridore Children, which was a short, a twelve and a half minute short, um, and it's basically just like you know, two to four little vignettes of these couples each episode. Um, and just kind of seeing, you know, how relationships start, how, uh, their relationships progress. And in some cases, even how relationships falter and end. Um, it's probably one of the cuter things that I've watched, uh, in a while, in a lot of ways. Um, and, I certainly left that show wanting a lot more <clears throat> in a good way. Oh yeah. It's um it's interesting that that I think uh these little tiny bits of relationship like episode like per episode were sometimes better than like re- like better built relationships in my mind than than shows that take 12 episodes to do so. Yeah, I would say it's probably the best romance this season. Yeah, I, from what I've watched. I, wow. I think I would say the same. I'd have to yeah. maybe look at all the other shows, but um, oh. so are you saying that they did multiple romances really well? In this yeah, show? some of yeah. them were kind of awesome. eh, but I mean, yeah, some of them were like you know, kind of the tropey, like you know, where you're just like screaming at your screen, just say it, just say <laughs> it, <laughs> just oh, yeah. say it. Um, but there were definitely a lot of very heartfelt moments, and uh, just it was very cute, very fun to watch. Yeah. Nice. You know, honestly, Logan, I, I know we we were in agreement about the uh, Shinichi character. Towards the end, I really liked him because he was so fucking stupid. 
They're I, I liked like, him because he wasn't ever in a relationship. He was just like yeah. a complete. He was like almost like a supernatural being. This this guy's yeah. name Shinichi, where he would just show up when someone had a problem and so say dumb. all these stupid catchphrases. Yeah, <laughs> the, the only time he made me laugh was uh, I think in the last episode, second to last episode, and the last bit with the uh, the president and the blonde girl. Where the president's like, if I try to go talk to her, hit me. And he just like snaps and like says some stupid catch line. <laughs> it got me. It made me laugh. But yeah, I, yeah, he's so dumb. Yeah, he is a pretty dumb character, but he's he's funny. I, I don't know if there are high schoolers like that, but I wish I, I wish there had been one in my school because at least it would have been like, oh, that guy's pretty funny. Yeah. He's nuts. He needs to go to the psych ward, but he's pretty funny. Um <laughs> Who is your okay? So, is there any resolution to to any of these romances? As far as like, do, do, how do we? I mean, as much resolution as you can get in a high school, they're not going to get married. They, I guess I should ask: Is there resolution in general? Like, does the does it feel like there's going to be a sequel? Is I hope there is. I it mean, pretty closed. There off? could be, but it could stand alone. Okay. Yeah, for sure. But I, from what I've seen, like on Twitter and on Facebook and stuff, like. I mean, this is a, I think a four coma manga, something like that. Oh, I and hope there are get a it. lot, a lot more couples that they could uh, explore. So okay, so yeah. question before we we rate the show, yes, uh, your favorite couple? Oh, man, that's so hard because the the present and the the blonde girl really, you know, kind of Th- that was over those were end. my favorite. Those two were yeah. my favorite the whole way through. Um, I loved every time I saw them. But I also really, really liked um, Minagawa and her guy. I can't remember his name. The uh, the redheaded girl that kept teasing the guy. Mm-hmm. The guy, the guy oh, with the sister. <laughs> yeah, I felt so bad for him. The guy with yeah. the sister. And the sister yeah. doesn't want him to, to date um, her. Yeah, uh, the sister was probably the funniest character yeah. for me in that, in that, uh, in that show. Um, I also really liked... Um, uh, Su- Suga- Sugawa and uh, Sugo- Sugawara and uh, Takano Chizuru. The, oh yeah, yeah. The really shy girl and the redhead guy. Yeah, yeah. There, there were just a lot of great couples. It's hard for me to pick a uh, a best, but I think I would probably say the present and uh, the blonde girl. Okay. All right. Rating time. What do we think? Rating. I'm gonna give it a four. A four. I really, yeah, I really enjoyed it. For a short, it surprised me in a lot of ways and left me, you know, smiling uh, every episode. So, okay. I really enjoyed it. I'll. I'm actually going to go with the three point five. I agree, but I like for a short. I think. Hmm. In terms of my favorite shorts of all time, it's probably number four right now. It was good. It was really good. I really liked it, and I want more of it, but. Yeah, three point five. Mm-hmm. Okay, that's fair. So that rounds it up to a four. Yeah, yeah. The round it up. You. Round it up. All right. <laughs> so, Sir Dairy Children. Nice. That sounds like a good one. Yeah, definitely watch it. Um, all right. The next show. Did anyone draft this next show? Um, because I remembered thinking about drafting nope. it, but nope, no one drafted it. <sighs> well, now I wonder if I should have drafted it. Um. So now you'll you'll tell me. If yeah. I have drafted yeah. Now it. I will tell you. <laughs> Uh, oh, I did move it. Okay, hold on. Let me move that there. Okay, so the next show is Knights and Magic. Uh, this was uh, a mech show, but also a fantasy show. Mm-hmm. So strap in. 
Uh, <laughs> it takes place. Um, okay, well, give the the start. I don't remember the guy's name, but uh, so a guy in our world who's a programmer in Japan. I don't know uh, if they ever give his name, do they? I'm not sure. I don't remember because I just wasn't paying attention. Uh, so a programmer in our world in Japan, uh, software engineer or something like that, uh, dies uh, after buying a, a gunpla or whatever. Um, he, yeah. <laughs> And he's resurrected in another world, but he's resurrected in a fantasy world. And he's resurrected as kind of like a scrawny boy uh, to a really wealthy family. Um, And and he's like, you can kind of see in the beginning, he's very uh, downtrodden about his new lot. They don't really ever say if he really remembers a whole lot about his past life. Uh, But as soon as he finds out, that there are mechs in this fantasy world, he like brightens up and he becomes like the most studious kid. He like blazes through junior high and high school uh, and into like, um, like the Knights. Academy. So he's reborn. Yeah. He's reborn as an infant. He's, he, well, yeah, he was, he's, he's gone through infancy. Now he's like a child. Um, okay. I want to say like pre I'm just making sure he didn't. No, he, he yeah, no, I this, just wanted to make sure he didn't. It, uh, Take over someone else's body. Yeah, this isn't like in another world like, with my smartphone or or Konosuba. Right. He's 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 reborn as an infant. <laughs> um, okay, cool. Well, in this new world, he is Ernesti uh, Echivaria, and he, yeah, he's in like the the academy for these mechs. Uh, they're called Silhouette Knights, and he gets uh, so much like acclaim and recognition um, by doing these crazy feats like he takes down this huge monster <laughs> that he gets an audience with the king and, and the king allows him to build silhouette knights and because he was a programmer in the past world that makes him instantly good at making mechs in this world i don't know <laughs> uh but yeah so he he assembles a little crew and he keeps keeps trying to make better and better mechs because he wants to impress the king enough to learn how to make uh, the ether reactor, which is the the core of the the mech of the silhouette knights, um, so really the the whole show is him just kind of like building up and getting better and better uh, at uh, building mechs, and each time he builds a better mech, conflict. Uh, whether it's uh, a horde of of demon beasts, and then we forget about the horde of demon beasts, and there is uh, uh, spies take some of his mechs. Uh, and then the ending arc is uh, a neighboring kingdom attacks um, another neighboring kingdom and they go in defense of the, the neighboring kingdom that was attacked. It's really kind of all over the place. A lot happens in this kid's life, like in a very short amount of time. And yeah. mechs are built at the drop of a hat. I mean, there is no time at all between... <laughs> between one mech and its upgrade it's kind of crazy um huh so this is not like a gundam where one mech is the, the subject of an entire story <laughs> well i mean every time he builds a mech it's the greatest thing that's ever happened and they even say like it's been a hundred years or so many hundred years since the last silhouette night improvement and he just keeps topping himself like he makes one with like four arms he makes uh they're they're more fuel efficient for lack of a better word mana efficient um he makes one that's a centaur that's like horse horse body yeah he makes uh he 
introduces jet propulsion to one. Um, so a lot goes on um, in the course of the show. One of my biggest questions with the show was how the how it was going to look because they really make it seem like it's going to be a really grand. Oh, it looks really good. Um, I actually really like the battles too. Uh, I thought I thought they were great. The silhouette knights for each country are kind of unique, which is nice. Um, one thing, like, there were a little, like, plot points that I was kind of weirded out about. Like, uh, for example, the the three kingdoms that neighbor each other, there's bad guy, we'll, we'll call them bad guy, uh, uh, bad guy, how do you put this, people, the, the not bad guys, and then the, the main character's country. The, they all, all three of these countries react to each other like it's the first time they've ever met and their borders meet. So it's like, it was really confusing. <laughs> um, and there's, there's. So what do you think is, uh, what do you think, what do you think as far as a rating on this one? Uh, it sounds like you're kind of in between. Like you like some yeah, things. Yeah, I, you didn't I do like, like some things. things that I really don't like. Other, like, the, for example, the, the one second before, like the, the bad guy mm-hmm. country has an engineer who's able to make mechs way faster than anyone else and like he's from this world but he's able to see jet propulsion and just instantly make a much better version of that like a whole dragon (laughs) that runs on jet propulsion and i'm thinking do you know how long it took for us to make it so that we could propel ourselves that way without blowing ourselves up it was hundreds of years and this guy sees it and he's like i got it so it's just like, was there any evidence that he was also reborn? No, from- maybe he is. And maybe because it, it, it strongly hinted at that there was a second season. Another thing, the defeated are the, 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 the uh, victorious army, the two armies that fought against the bad guys didn't follow up. All these bad guys just got to go home. And it's, there's another part that was like, <laughs> God. it's really strongly hinted that someone committed suicide <laughs> in the oh, show. No. And I'm like, huh, interesting. That's, this is not the kind of show for that. <laughs> And this is in like a moment of high levity, so it should we really be showing this lady Ooh. that didn't really do anything wrong? She was just fighting for her country, but okay, I guess she poisoned herself. Um, yeah, so there there are things I love about the show. It's it's really like back and forth in my mind whether where the show belongs. But I mean, I what did I chun? How did I chun fair? Uh, I got to give it a two point five. I want to give it a three, but there's like there's so many points that i'm just like i'm confused about um that i can't i can't give it a any higher than that it's good it's a good show and i do want more of it but i wish that they'd fix that like when they bring in a character from the bad side who's it's like okay are we gonna kill him because he's clearly a bad guy and like at the end it's like oh look at how cute he is and it's like this is the problem i had with mirai nikki (laughs) (laughs) so yeah 2.5 not a Look at how cute yeah. she is. Even though she wants to murder yeah. you, she, look at how cute she no, is. No, I mean not you know. You know's great. She's Yandere. Uh, <laughs> no, I'm talking about the t- the terrorist chick and Mirai Nikki. It's like, oh, look at how cute she is. I'm like, you remember she blew up like whole classroom full of kids, right? No, that's cool. Okay, that's cool. I guess. Uh, that's totally an archetype, like really bad girl who actually is just cute. <laughs> yeah, but when you're that bad, it's like I don't care how cute you are. <laughs> yeah. Um. So yeah, Knights of Magic two point five. Uh. If you like mech, you actually might really dig it because fantasy and mech, huzzah! That's cool. Yeah, no, it sounds it sounds like it's better than maybe than I was. I was when I was thinking about drafting that show, I just expected it to fall into 
pile of crap, which is why I didn't draft no, it. It's, it's um, all right. But it sounds like it did better. Yeah. It sounds like it did better than I expected mm-hmm. it to. So. Cool. Awesome. Uh, okay. This next show is one that I watched as well. Um, I watched some <laughs> of this one, so I can actually I can interject okay. a little. <laughs> uh, so the next show was also a short. Uh, it's a Netizozo Trap. It's a, a manga I read, so I had to pick it up. Um, mm. It follows the... I guess, relationships of Yuma uh, Okazaki and her best friend, Hotaru um, Mizushina. And their best friends have been all their life. Uh, Hotaru is a bit off. She's kind of emotionally dead. Uh, she goes from boyfriend to boyfriend. The current boyfriend she with she's with, uh, Fujiwara, is also like emotionally dead. They basically just... They're just there to as they say satisfy each other's desires um whereas yuma is with takeda who's uh they're they're all four of them are friends uh, and takeda like really likes yuma but Yuma's kind of iffy on the whole relationship thing uh and at some point hotaru kisses yuma and it kind of starts her off on this this path where she's Confused. yeah she it yeah. really confuses her because she she likes Takeda, but she likes being with Hotaru way, way more. Right. Before you go any further into that, I, I do want to just note, you said this is a short, yeah. and it, it, but it's like a 10-minute short, which I really liked the length of it. I felt like it was perfect for this kind of story. I guess you could kind of um, call it a half anime instead of a short. I don't know. Yeah. Um, it, it gave enough time to really to, to present a story, but also not to drag on. And, and I did like for this type of show, that was a perfect length in my opinion. Right. Um, no, it, it worked out well, uh, especially because the the manga. Uh, okay, I, I'm not really sure what the Japanese manga is, but the the American, the the English version, I guess I should say, uh, is only like three volumes in. So I got actually a little more uh, from the show than I did from the manga because it goes a little further. I'm glad I didn't mm-hmm. go terribly further. Um, it is. Interesting the way they portray the relationships. Like Yuma and Takeda, you feel really bad for Takeda because essentially he, he's a couple. Oh, yeah. uh, he's the victim yeah. here. Yeah, Takeda's in a rough he's place. He's a really, really sweet guy. Just super nice. And every time I'm like, oh, man, let's take you to the strip club, man. You need to, you need to let's take you to a whorehouse, <laughs> the strip club. You need to unwind with a girl who's not yeah. these two. Um, yeah. And they, you know, Hotaru and, and Yuma kind of go back and forth on where they want their relationship to be. The main problem I had in the story, and the main problem I have reading it, is Fujiwara, uh, Hotaru's boyfriend, because he's, he's yeah, oh he's total God. scum, and he he beats her for like Hotaru uh, because they do like apparently they have an agreement when they started dating uh, that uh, they wouldn't interfere with each other's personal lives and they would just satisfy each other's desires. So whenever she says she's not feeling it he hits her and they never really there's never co- any comeuppance for that which i you know don't get me wrong that's a great kind of message like not a great message it's a great point for the real world is that like that you know comeuppance doesn't always happen like people don't always get theirs for bad karma i mean sometimes sometimes yeah. bad people just continue being bad and just get to be assholes their whole life um this show is like it really seems to waffle between being like super dark Uh like we're dealing with some pretty dark situations here like heartbreak and domestic abuse and 
you know, cheating and uh, and that kind of thing. But then in the same token, it's like titillation and yeah. You know, I mean, like, it's a, it's a Yuri, and Yuri's really yeah. do uh, kind of do that. Like they they a lot of Yuri's I read uh, are drama, and then like you said, like titillation and stuff like that. Yeah. Um, the ending I really liked, and it even teased okay. um. Uh, more which i'm happy about and I'm, i can't wait to get the next volume now that i know what's coming um mm-hmm. and i hope it continues in this session because I, I don't want to yeah I, i'm just gonna spoil it i'm sorry Jeff. you're gonna have to watch it um no, that's cool uh, they do get together at the end uh cool <laughs> yuma realizes that hotaru has been kind of jumping for, around from guy to guy since middle school because yuma has always like been this super popular person and she's always felt that other people were taking uh, her away, like other people were taking Yuma away from Hotaru. So Hotaru was just like trying to fill the void with all these dudes. Uh, mm. And so kind of Yuma fi- finds that, figures that out and they get together. So nice. I'm really excited and I hope that it keeps going that way. And even Takeda's like, like drops, like I guess drops Yuma. He's just like, he comes to terms with it. And he's such a nice guy that even towards the end when she's having problems like with Hotaru, he sits down with her and says, look, it sucks to get hurt. And I'm like, fuck, dude, yeah. you're way more mature than any high school I've ever met. Yeah. No, Takeda, Takeda was super cool. And, and you definitely felt for him. And he'll, he'll, that's probably better for him anyway. He needs to, he needs to find someone that deserves him. Yeah. And Fujiwara needs to die in a fire. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so what do you think as far as a rating on this one? I'm actually... I like the the ending so much. Uh, I'm going to go ahead and give it a three. Yeah. I, I, w- nice. I, I was going to give it a 2.5 throughout the season. And at some point it was like, fuck this show. One, one, but yeah, three, three, because it ended well. I want to, I want to finish this. And I was surprisingly uh, into the show uh, when I watched it. And the only, I just had other shows to watch. And that's the only reason why I haven't continued to, you know, finish it out. So, um, I, I that doesn't surprise me. I'm not going to rate it because I've only got about halfway through it. But um, yeah, awesome. Three, yeah, three, three out of three five. five. Better than I was expecting. <laughs> That's always good. Yep. Okay. Okay. This next one is mine. Uh, I believe it was my second pick mm-hmm. in our draft, and that is Restaurant to Another World or Isekai Shokudo. Um, and it is the story of this restaurant that um, every Saturday or day of Satter, um, doors appear in this other world where uh, people that live in that world can come into this restaurant and have a meal. So we just get to see like um, all of these different people and amazing looking food. Um, and it's. Uh, yeah, it's a. Uh... It's a story of – it's really the story of, of multiple characters. And I think what impressed me the most about this show uh, was like while it was like here's good food, here's cool characters, they really tie the characters together. And I thought mm-hmm. that that was amazing. Like certain characters, you get their their backstory and, and how they discovered the door that leads them to um, to the restaurant. Uh, what was the restaurant called again? Uh, it was a restaurant to another world. Ne- oh, yeah. Nekoya. 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 Yeah, that's Cafe. right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and like, uh, for example, um, there was a guy who was shipwrecked and he'd been shipwrecked. He was, he was shipwrecked. He's on this deserted Island. He's, you know, living it out, uh, 
Uh, what was that Tom like like Tom Hanks style? What was <laughs> yeah. that movie? Uh, Castaway movie. No Castaway. Yeah. Great movie. Mm. Wilson. Wilson. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, off topic. Off topic. This guy didn't have a Wilson, uh, but he. Uh, yeah, he he spends out he spends his days um, on this island, and he discovers the restaurant to another world. He had all this money because he like he was some kind of noble or something, um, and he's eventually rescued, um, and taken back to his his country of origin. Well, a group or a, a pair of um, sirens decide to go to an island uh, that uh, to make a nest, and it turns out it's the island that guy was from, and he left all the money he had uh, on the island and like wrote like a little thing like you know um go to the go to this place on the day of saturn and and use this money (coughs) because he expected other people to get shipwrecked and they recognize that that or like the the boy uh harpy realizes that that's you know who that is and i thought it was really cool that we got to see little bits of the world almost piece together the other world Mm -hmm. the the fantasy world. Yeah. Like, you know, Aletta, the kind of like the, the main character of the show in a way, um, mm-hmm. a demon who is shunned by the society of the world where she lives. Um, you know, she gets a job at the restaurant to another world, Nekoya, uh, and works there every Saturday. But then we get to see like, you know, as she's serving these people, like one girl, Sarah gold eventually hires her, Mm. to be her like housemaid or whatever so it's just yeah it's cool to kind of see like these characters you know who only see each other in this magical restaurant you know connecting in their world yeah yeah for sure and or or like uh like a lot of the the, the stories too were really cool in that um it was it was almost like the theme was something like like good food you know could make a lot of the difference can can almost make life worth living because like you had people like Lionel the who was a gladiator but he like he was able to get through like his time in the gladiatorial arena by um like getting to eat every day or like the guy who was shipwrecked or uh, Adelaide was you know she's sick she's been ill for forever but Mm -hmm. she finds joy in going to the restaurant and having a parfait every week and it kind of you know helps her Helps her get along. So, yeah. Kind of like a, uh, almost like a don't eat to live, live to eat type yeah, of exactly. type of message. It yeah. was, it was really cool. It was, it was interesting to see them, their spirits brought up. That's by an a interesting meal. theme. Yeah. So, That's an interesting theme being that a lot of people live their lives and food being is one of the major joys in life. So it's interesting to have a show that kind of, uh, you know, captures it goes yeah. on that yeah note, it captures you know. it really really well exactly. and it had a very satisfying ending so i was uh, yeah i, was I, very I happy. could really go for more but absolutely yeah um if i were to give this show a rating i would probably give it a four and a half because i really really love uh shows about food and there were tons of fantastic characters i actually would also That's give it a 4.5 uh i think wow. i think it, it tied it, it surprised me. I I was thinking when the show first started that I was probably gonna this was gonna be a three point five four, uh, but the way it tied stuff together was brilliant. I yeah. thought it was amazing. Like and I, they yeah, oh. the, there was a moment that like in the very last episode where one character you know talks a certain way for the majority of the show that you see her, and then 
in the very like last moments of the show, she does she talks in a different way that was very um, affecting to me. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So yeah. yeah, just just really good. And if you like, you know, food porn, this is the show for you. The love of God, eat while you're watching the yeah. show. The show made me so <laughs> hungry when I was hungry, like so much more hungry, I should say. And I don't cook because I'm wasn't... not good at it. So. <sighs> I definitely wasn't expecting 4.5, so that's that's yeah. really cool. I'm, I, oh, and the it, OP now, is, this is a full so length anime, good. Right? Have you listened to the is OP? This a full length anime? Oh uh, yeah, it's full length. Full length, yeah. Oh, okay. Uh, have you guys heard the OP? Well, obviously yeah. you have, Logan. It's um, who is it? It's it's the uh, Wake Up Girls um, and Mayan. Hmm. Uh, it's nice. really good. Like it's a great compilation of. of uh, an idol group and an artist yeah, it's fantastic one of the few that i enjoy watching yeah definitely give that op a listen so i think this next show carlos yeah, it yeah, was your first pick, your first pick yeah. oh okay this was yes yes okay yeah um so go for yeah. it yeah centaur no nayami or centaur's life uh follows the life of himino kimihara in a world where uh, evolution hit uh, everything but primates. So uh, we have centaurs, um, angel folk, cat folk, demon folk, goat folk, all kinds of folk, uh, amphibian folk, and snake folk. I guess they're called Antarcticans. <coughs> uh, all living on this world. And all of them are considered humans with the exception of the amphibian folk and the Antarcticans. They're a separate breed altogether. Um, and they're living in modern times. So they've had this huge history, um, uh, slavery, wars, uh, you know, they, they had their own renaissance, et cetera, et cetera. And all the countries are separated, but they're not racially separated. So, you know, there are Japanese centaurs, there's Japanese goat folk where they're American, the same of the, you know, and we follow the life of Himeno. As stuff kind of just happens around her. Um, her school, for example, her school gets a, um, how do you say this? An exchange student from Antarctica. Uh, they look like the Antarcticans look like snakes, uh, not in like the monster Musumu way, but like their heads are snakes and their bodies are human. Uh, oh, and wow. they're, interesting. They're almost like like Star Trek Vulcans. Uh, they're very logical, and they're they're the reason why they're sending their students over here is to kind of figure out why there's tension between, especially America and Ar- Antarctica. Like they're trying to gauge like emotion in uh, in humanity, quote unquote. Um, but you don't really get like you you really have to kind of dig deep into what's going on in the world because what you're what you're watching is a slice of life um himeno goes through the like the trials of a teenager she uh is confessed to by a boy on the train or um she's part of the because you know how uh japan has the archery thing right where they're with their big ass bows uh she does horse archery because she's half horse so she does the galloping and, and she, she'll shoot at the target while she's moving um I forget what it's called. Someone's going to correct me. But in, in in these moments, you get little bits of the world. Uh, for example, they'll talk about their their anti discriminatory discrimination laws are so hard are so I guess massive. You can get sent to jail for saying something overly discriminatory, which is kind of crazy. Um, wow. There are 
uh, sections of the country that are completely sectioned off. Like uh, there's a, a village of mer people that like when the Himeno's class takes a field trip to the mer people village to you know to visit their school, uh, the there you see like a, a pair of army uh, like guards like at the the entrance to the the village, and it's kind of like what's going on there. Why is that happening? So. It's not a show that you're going to really enjoy if you like uh like the plot to drive the story cuz the plot to like or the plot to I don't know how to say this like cuz they don't feed you like the 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 world they they give it to you bit by bit and I love that kind of hmm. storytelling um but it sounds like a lot of world building in general like they're they're but, really but creating But you really have to be paying attention because <laughs> if you're watching this huh. like while not paying attention you won't get any of this you'll be like oh like uh the chichans the little cat girls triplets are being cute huzzah you won't you won't uh. get any of this kind of stuff or like because uh, they're you know there's uh, episodes with like ghosts in them too shit um you won't get that if you're not paying attention um for me I love the show. Like episode nine was amazing. If you if you don't watch anything else, watch episode nine. It's it's a great message about discrimination because it it actually shows their version of the Holocaust. It's fucking. It's really hard to watch at some points. Um, great episode because you get uh, an amphibian folk and uh, a Holocaust survivor. I won't go any farther than that. Watch the damn show. <laughs> what wow. did confuse me was the episode they ended on. The episode they ended on was a chapter that I didn't much care. I mean, it was all right, but it was it was just there to be them being cute and for bits of etchy. And well, you all know me. I love my etchy. It didn't really fit in the world. I was hoping for a more impactful chapter. And there's like I have 12 volumes of uh, Centaur's Life on my shelf over there. Um, there wow. are much more impactful chapters than the ones that they left off mm-hmm. on. I mean, it was fine. But it was pretty clearly just a meh and at the end type of thing. <laughs> show definitely sounds like it took a much more serious tone than I would have expected it to based on what I read about it in the beginning. It, so it, it, that, it doesn't really have a serious tone. You re- Like I said, that's me digging. That's me like okay. that's you having to pay attention while you're watching the show because it's not serious at all. It's very cutesy. Uh, but episode nine is pretty serious. Um, Interesting. So what do you think for uh, for rating? I still on this one? I still love it How because I love I love the manga. Uh, I think they did a pretty good job with it. The animation was kind of meh, uh, which leads me to give it a three point five. It's still really good. I just wish they had ended stronger. Nice. So Centaur's life. Well, three point five. Sound yeah. I mean, you spoke very uh, from my my opinion. You spoke pretty highly. For of the love it. of so God, three point five. Seems- pick up the manga. <laughs> If you're if you're considering this show, pick up the manga. I don't care if you have to become okay. an esper to read that manga. Just pick it up. <laughs> Going to the uh, the time capsule. Yep. <laughs> nice. All right. Okay. Well, sounds good. Center's life. Uh, your first pick is a three point five. So I mean, that's not bad. Not can't ask for too much more than that. The one point five points. <laughs> so close to five. so close. <laughs> So um, the next one that we have here was my number one pick uh, for the last season, which was Princess Principal. Uh, 
which is the story of this group of girls that are spies in a, um, I guess, like alternate reality London. Steampunk. Steampunk. Yeah. Um, super jazzy. <laughs> yeah, <great>. super jazzy. <laughs> um, but yeah, it takes place in like a, a alternate reality London that has been kind of like, <laughs> it's got like the uh, the Berlin Wall. It's got this giant wall, you know, dividing the the city into two, uh, and both sides are kind of like in a warring state with each other. Um, so they send like this one side sends in these these girls as spies, and like they do incredible things, um, and espionage and murder. <laughs> Some of what they do seems to be like helping out um the cuz the, the the one side is is uh the monarchy uh and the other side of the wall is like uh, like a democracy type type of deal they're trying to to institute some kind of democracy. It's it's taking place clearly like 1800-ish like alternate reality. Um some of their missions like I was saying um are like gather intelligence or do this you know for the war effort but a couple of them were almost like like uh like they were policing the streets like they they catch a a, a murderer and it didn't really say that he was killing commonwealth people he was just killing people in general and they were assigned to that which i thought was interesting because i don't really see spies having to deal with that but yeah. Uh the, the the guy who was killed like the the laundry yeah, mat yeah, episode. Yeah. yeah. That I, one. I really liked that episode. No, I I loved it. I thought it was great. I just I was confused like was he killing commonwealth people specifically? Cuz to me it seemed like he was just killing people. I think it had something to do with the fact that he was in the wall uh in uh, the army on the wall. Uh-huh. Um that may have been why uh they sent them in to do that mission, but um is there a main conflict in this show? It sounds. Yes. I, I'm getting the impression it's kind of episodic uh, well, based it on kind what of you guys is. are saying. Like, right it has now. a very weird format where the episodes are out of order. Uh, they mm-hmm. go by case numbers. Um, and I think you start off with like 12, 9 or 12. Oh, that first episode is real good, too. Yeah, it is really good. Um, so it kind of jumps around. Uh, I think, I can't remember the, the case number for the last episode. It was 20 something, I want to say, like 22. Mm-hmm. Uh, but like, so the conflict is there are these two warring states, the monarchy and the democracy, the republic or whatever. I can't remember the exact name of each side. Um, and so the princess of this monarchy is um, kind of. She's like 14th in line. Yeah. Or something mm, like that. No, I think it's like fourth or fifth in line. Um, I thought she was pretty far back. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Oh so, yeah, you're right. Fourth in line. Yeah. So she, they, I think they initially, um, Anj, the the main character, and then there's Dorothy, and then, uh, oh, what's the the voice girl? I can't remember her name. Uh, oh, Beatrice. Beatrice, and then uh, there's Chisei, who's like a uh, Japanese transfer student. Mm-hmm. Um, so they are sent to, I think, assassinate the princess. Um but then are able to kind of recruit her to their side to their cause. Yeah. Um, and so, um, it's just kind of like the, the story of, you know, using 
uh, the princess's influence to you know get into these places and do these missions to try to um i don't know achieve the objectives of whatever this secret intelligence agency uh is trying to do which isn't exactly clear for uh the majority of the show mm, it's pretty clear that it's just like espionage stuff for espionage's sakes yeah. to get like because yeah, it it seems like they're not terribly keen on a war right now so any any advantage they could get for the like it's coming i mean when you build a wall like that a war is coming yeah um the only reason it didn't come in our world was because we had nukes but <laughs> um yeah any advantage is a you know a good thing and and the princess for her part wants to be queen Eventually, we find out for a very good reason. For a very good reason, yeah. Yeah. Um, I, I don't know if you want to spoil. No, I don't uh, think we should spoil the the okay. whole story behind uh, the princess because it's it's very good. Um, mm-hmm. I really enjoyed that storyline. I think my favorite thing about that storyline is, you know, it was a big reveal, but they didn't big reveal it, if you no, know what I'm they, saying. They, they, they didn't, sprinkled it in. Yeah, it was it was very neatly woven into the into the story and i was like oh thank you it wasn't some like dun 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 because yeah. by then i had already guessed like okay this is probably what what's uh, going on right yeah. now yeah like I, not mm-hmm. not to a t but you know I'm yeah. not psychic i'm just an esper <laughs> same thing um <laughs> my bad my bad uh yeah it, i don't i don't know like i really enjoyed my time with it um I don't know if I particularly cared for the out of order nature that the show was presented in. Oh, I loved it. Yeah. I thought it was great. Yeah. Like for shows that do that, it kind of takes away some of the suspense that some tense moments can provide. Like, you know, we know that they're going to survive and be there, you know, at case 12 and we're watching case three and, you know, Oh, are they going to make it? Yeah, they're going to make it. Absolutely. Yeah. But I, I don't, I don't, like for the for the middle of the show, you don't expect deaths. I mean, some shows do that to varying effect, but like towards the end, it was fine because you know you just got the the arc, uh, so you really didn't know if they were going to make it. Yeah, um, there were a couple times. Yeah, I guess that would have been nice to have some of that suspense, but but mm-hmm. uh, you know. I. I it, there was still a lot of a lot of feeling into the episodes. Oh, like Dorothy's absolutely. Dorothy's oh, episode was amazing. Oh, I felt so so bad. Yeah, and uh, the the one the reunion with their old uh, classmate. How that? Oh one played yeah, out. Mm-hmm. yeah. Lots of very kind of heavy uh, and heartfelt moments. But uh, oh, yeah, I'm looking at the studios on the show and. They both look fairly unknown to me. So how did how did they do? Really good. I thought it was very okay. very well animated. Um, oh, it was gorgeous. Yeah. It like the I'm just thinking of every time Ange used uh, her little orb thing. It just looked mm-hmm. amazing. Yeah, yeah. I mean, uh, I, I I've heard of these uh, these. Uh, what is yeah, it? Akas, Akas has done did, girls yeah, in cancer. So they've got a you know big thumbs up in my book. Uh, oh yeah, yeah, they did a good job with that. That that seems to be their major you know trophy though from from that. So it's nice. It sounds like they sounds like they've got another notch to put on their belt with this yeah. show. Mm-hmm. Also, 
another show where the OP was incredible. Yeah, very good. OP. Just so if good. If you like jazz, then that oh, OP is and, for you. And in English. Yeah. <laughs> um, nice. And the, the, en- the ending was pretty cute. The, the ending theme, I should say. Uh, speaking of the ending, I'm not going to, you know, I won't spoil anything. But I personally was very happy with how it wrapped up. Mm-hmm. Uh, I know a lot of people were very, I don't know, miffed and perplexed slash perplexed uh, mm-hmm. about the ending of that uh, <laughs> I'd be, season. I'd be but, curious to hear why. I mean, yeah. I can kind of see maybe, but like it wasn't, it wasn't bad. I, I really dug the ending. Um. Yeah. Yeah, me too. And uh, Zelda is the worst person ever. I hate oh, her yeah. so much. Yeah. And if there's there, if there's going to be a second season, which they pretty strongly hinted at, uh, she's probably... She'll be back. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, I guess that's a spoiler. Unfortunately. Let us into our review cast. Yeah, yeah. Uh, scoring. I would probably give Princess Principal a four out of five. <sighs> mm. just because really looked really good and i enjoyed the story and the characters yeah yeah I, i'd be willing to give it a 4.5 or i'm sorry a four. A 4 out of 5 yeah so 4 out of 5 who, little... who was your uh your favorite girl dorothy dorothy all the way oh my god she's so good <laughs> dorothy was pretty great i you know shocker but i was very partial to princess mm-hmm you know, I it looks like your kind of girl. Yeah, Logan. totally is. <laughs> Dorothy, uh, Dorothy's <laughs> has uh, has the wom- women's weapon, as uh, Chise called <laughs> Chise, it. Yeah, Chise doesn't and have that she yet. is not afraid to use it. Yeah, and I love her mm-hmm. for it. <laughs> I love that they make fun of Dorothy for trying to act like a high schooler. Oh yeah, lot. she's twenty. Yeah. she's twenty, but she has to act like a high school kid. She, yeah. she totally smokes See, and drinks. To chime in as far as this this show's designs, because I, I haven't seen the show and it it's sounds really good, good, but um. Dorothy's the only one uh, that seems to. She, I like her design. The other ones have kind of cliche designs, you know, typical uh, anime girl designs. But Dorothy's a little different uh, looking from the pictures yeah. I'm seeing of her. I, I would say Beatrice is probably the most cliche anime looking character. Um, yeah, Beatrice definitely. But her so, um, her backstory yeah. and her like yeah her whole oh. shtick is way different from all, what you would expect. Yeah, all these characters have surprisingly kind of dark <laughs> dark oh. backstories. She says character episode when she joins oh the team was bad ass. That was fight so scene was so cool. Hit me right in the feels too. Cool. Yeah, it was good. Oh yeah, yeah. no, the ending. Oh, oh, oh my god, that was hard. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Uh yeah, okay, moving on. Moving on. Next yeah. one. Next. Um nobody chose this show, right? Two seasons ago? Mm, nope. <coughs> Excuse me. Alright, well the next show It's a re show. It is. This is <laughs> this is recreators. And I'm sad that ni- neither of you guys are <laughs> caught up to it. Yeah. Um Alright, so Recreators. This came out uh two seasons ago in spring, and it was a carryover show. Follows Sota uh, Mizushino, who is an artist. Uh, he's struggling to get by. He's struggling to to draw anything. He's got this ma- massive uh, creative block. And one day he's watching uh, an anime on his tablet. Was it his tablet? Something like that. And he gets sucked into another world. And you're thinking, oh boy, another, another world show. Uh, but this time uh, he comes back to his world. And he brings the character with him. Uh, 
the character is Celestia, and Celestia is confused as to why the hell she's in this world. Um, but it turns out there are multiple characters coming into the world from other worlds, from multiple different types of worlds. Uh, Celestia ends up uh, uh, getting into a fight with uh, uh, what's her name? Hime Himegimi, uh, who is she wears this like kind of military outfit, and she. Uh, has a Tommy gun and a saber, and she uses the saber like the bow of a violin to to summon more swords, sabers to shoot at people. It's like interesting fight scene at the beginning, um, and very clear. Very quickly, we have a divide uh, between characters uh, who are fighting each other. Uh, Himegimi, I'm I'm really sorry to people who watch this series. I, I'm going to very briefly talk about this show <laughs> himigimi gathers uh, a number of characters um to her side and celestia is, and meteora um who meet in the beginning uh are able to gather uh characters to their side himigimi wants to uh kill all the creators and destroy this world our world um because i don't know how much i want to spoil because you guys haven't seen it. That's fine. Don't worry about it. Her, her creator, her creator died with a lot of regrets. Not not just regrets, like hatred. She fucking hated people. Like she was shit on online because that happens, and uh, like framed for something she didn't do. And she created this character and then killed herself. Um, and so this character came into the world with all this hatred for humanity. So she's trying to destroy the world, and to. A greater or lesser extent, the the characters she's gathered around her know this. One character has no idea, and the other one's just incredibly ignorant. Um, but a few of them know. And then Meteora and Celestia, and along with Sota, find out what's going on. They gather characters to their side, and they start gathering the creators of these universes, of these the characters and the worlds they come from. Uh, and Himegimi is ridiculously powerful so they find out through kind of trial and error that if they create a new power or do something new to the characters that are in our world right now like celestia her if her creator wrote something new about her and put it out online and enough people accepted it she would (coughs) she would gain that power and to be able to use it um and so the the ending arc of the show is they get as many of the creators who are still alive because a few of the characters kill their creators. Um, they get all of them together and they have this huge government sponsored, uh, like anime fest type thing where all the, the writers write this, uh, story that, uh, the fans think is, you know, just like an amalgamation of all these stories, but they come to this huge stadium to watch it. And Meteora creates like a bubble for them to fight in. And when they accept new things about uh, the characters, they're able to use uh, use it in the final battle. It's <laughs> like, I, I can't, I'm not doing it any justice. I really am not because I don't. Sounds super interesting, actually. It, I, it does. It it plays with with the theme of like because they call their creators gods. So to mm-hmm. to them, 
these regular writers or animators or whatever are their gods. Uh, so mm-hmm. it it plays with this this idea of uh, writing and, and creativity having power. Um, it's like the kind of the main theme I got from the show. But there's there's so much I feel like because these are light novels that they left out because there's a lot of confusing parts. Uh, for example, mm-hmm. uh, Megane is a character from a kind of thrillery suspense novel, I, I gather. And she has this weird power to where if she catches you in a lie, she can turn it around and kill you with it somehow or take your power or something like that. Um, hmm. At towards like she's mostly like a chaotic neutral character. She doesn't really like the good guys or the bad guys. She just wanders around, kind of causing havoc wherever she goes. But for the most part, <laughs> she plays the role of a bad guy. And towards the end, for whatever reason, maybe it's just because she's chaotic neutral. She's like, and I'm going to help the good guys now. And then she <laughs> disappears, and we don't see her again, which is confusing. Hmm. Um, let me think here. Yeah, there's, there's like, it also brings up, like, if this is the world we're creating, why haven't other, like, because the, the main thing was the hatred that uh, Himegimi's creator felt, like, brought her into this world with hatred. Why hasn't, if this is the world we're creating, why haven't, why hasn't this happened before in the past? You're going to tell me that no one's ever created something out of hatred, then killed themselves, and then, like, it's just, maybe it's. Yeah, see, it's weird to have this conversation by myself because I've, I've thought about this a lot, a lot. But, like, maybe it's because yeah. this is the internet age and there's more people to see it because that's the whole thing was also acceptance. Uh, that yeah. acceptance of a story kind of makes it real or, you know, because it's, you know, living in the minds of people. There's so many layers to this show that it's hard to break it down all at once. And I'd, I'd love if you – if you're on our Discord and you want to talk about this show, please. I need someone to talk to the show about because yeah. Well, <laughs> this is a show. I mean, I'm, I would hope that I can find time to watch this because just listening to you talk about it, it's a really interesting concept, and I really love the variety of characters that we have here. I mean, we've got characters from multiple very genres, different walks yeah. of life. Yeah, but I, I see there's a magical girl in the show. That like, Himigimi's got like a super cool kind of like you know military esque design to her i don't know if she follows that kind of theme in her actions Uh, but um it's i don't know just really interesting amalgamation of characters and and i'd love to see how they interact it's a really good show for discussion because i could see where Mm -hmm. a lot of people don't like this show it it plays it really safe sometimes um there is death in the show which is kind of interesting but like yeah, there, there's a lot of parts that, that kind of don't make sense, which I'm really thinking just either I'm not getting it because I, I could it could be that I am kind of thick. But um, it could also be that this is a a, uh, a light novel that they really, really wanted to fit into two cores. And so they uh. cut out some stuff. And now I'm confused. Like, again, Meganade not not going because like, they have this this you know, kind of tearful goodbye and the characters go back to their world. Now, a couple of the, or one of the characters stays back because she can't go through the portal she made herself. Um, Mm -hmm. So that's fine. And they established, you know, she's just living in the world now. Now she's just a human, I think. Um, I'm not sure if she retained her powers. I completely forgot that last thing. But yeah, like 
another character just living mm. in the world. Uh, why hasn't this happened again? Or why hasn't this happened before? And will this happen again when another creator is kind of spurned by the, the internet at large? Um, it's just someone, a lot of stuff. Someone just chime in and talk to Carlos yes, about please. this show. He really sounds like he needs <laughs> someone so to talk confused. to. <laughs> My poor brain. So what do you think, man, for a rating I, on I this stayed up at, I stayed up so many nights just like thinking about this stupid show. Anyway. Oh, yeah, there you go. <laughs> oh, my brain. I Okay. I don't. I don't hate the show. I know a lot of people hate the show. I don't love the show. I don't know how people love the show. I'm going to give it a 3.5. I thought it was, nice. I thought I really, really enjoyed it. I wish I understood it more. It would have been so much higher if more was connected for me. But mm-hmm. it's definitely not the best show of the last season or the season before it. It was just, it was okay. I mean, it was better okay. than okay because I gave it a 3.5. Yeah, 3.5. That's above yeah, average. I still, I still watched it and wanted to know like each neck, like each part afterwards. But after the end, I'm just kind of like, someone please talk to me about this. Oh, uh, let's so, move on. Yeah, Carlos sounds like he's getting depressed. <laughs> the next show sounds like um, it, this is the one that I would have guessed is going to get the highest rating. Uh, you would probably going be into correct. Probably. Oh. Well, we're going to end. End this cast on a high note, since this is our last show to talk yeah. about. So go go uh, for it, uh, one of you guys. It's my show, and actually thinking about it, I think this is actually probably my number one pick uh, with Princess Principle as number two. Um, and that is New Game Season 2. New Game, two exclamation marks. Um, <laughs> <clears throat> and, uh, you know, just following up on the kind of the premise of the first season, they've completed their first game, and they're kind of going through... The process at uh, Eagle Jump of coming up with what game the the company wants to make next, and uh, once they like, there's you know competitions for you know pitches and uh, stuff like that, and it's just kind of like you know kind of uh, experiencing the progression that the game goes through um, from start to finish this season, but with a lot more kind of uh, heavy themes um, because uh, as uh, as they get into like the development of the game, um, the uh, like there are several competitions that take place um, that lead to some strife among the, uh, the the characters in the show. I don't know. I guess I guess I'll just go ahead and say it. Um, the big thing early on is that there is a competition for who will be the main character designer um, for this new game called Peko uh, that they're making, and it comes down to essentially Aoba um, beating out Ko Yugami, the previous character designer, uh, to be the the main. Uh, on this new project, and that kind of causes a little bit of a, uh, I don't know, it causes some waves in the in the company, and some feelings kind of get hurt. It also, like Ko herself, um, starts to realize that she's kind of becoming what her old seniors were, like because she she gets jealous and you know mm-hmm. mad that you know she's not the lead designer anymore. Uh, but she, you know, quickly corrects herself. And then there's the, I think the, the, the biggest spot of, um, uh, yeah, the, the biggest spot of contention 
was uh, the the next um, what do you call it Co- competition where oh it wasn't even the competition itself that's caused it it was uh you know uh because of of name recognition uh, oh, yeah. they they wanted Co to do the what was it the, uh, the art the key uh, art yeah the key art and I thought that this Promotional was art. like a really good like look into uh the gaming industry is that yeah like that, this stuff can happen yeah. uh they, they, they want to sell more copies they're going to go with a name people know mm-hmm. uh, but because of that the new the new uh character lead uh gets kind of shoved Shafted. to the side yeah. yeah and so there's there's a lot of drama in that but it was really well done i thought yeah it was it was so hard to watch alba have to go through you know these meetings where they're saying like we get that you are the character designer for this. Uh, we chose you as the character designer, but you don't get to do any of the important stuff related to the promotion of the video game. Yeah, we're you just gonna, got to be in the background. Yeah, we're not going to promote you at all. We're going to pimp Co. Yeah, and well, and to our credit, Co's like, Co's no, like, this is absolutely not. Yeah, yeah. Um, but it's you know sometimes you know big business has its yeah. way. Yeah, absolutely. And, you know, they the the liaison to the the company, the I guess major production company, like felt bad about it, but there's nothing she could do. No. Um the the other thing I really wanted to to talk about too was uh your best girl, Hifumi gets a lot of character development oh, which I was so not good. expecting. Oh my god, it made me so happy. They they promote Ko to a, a new like a higher position and so Hifumi being the the uh the senior, senior yeah, she gets promoted to Ko's position, and so she has to kind of come out of her shell where she doesn't like to talk to people. She's always embarrassed. Now she's kind of growing as a, a character, yeah. which is great. She's in a position where she has to be able to communicate with her team and mm-hmm. assign people tasks and stuff. And so, yeah, it was it was really, really cool to kind of see her break out of her shell and embrace this new role that, you know, he, obviously she was not thrilled about taking in the first place mm-hmm. but she you know worked out the courage and took that step and, and that's just uh, it is it it, it, it makes it so re- rewarding to have seen the first season to see the second like i love it when she's when shows do that when they when they make it just absolutely rewarding for you to have seen all their episodes yeah yeah it yeah uh like just makes me happy mm-hmm. so very happy and like few shows i feel are able to pull off that kind of character development uh, in such an affecting way. I think to the uh, uh, what do you call it? Uh, the the final drama I thought was I. Well, it definitely a final dramas. Well, I mean, I mean like Co. Uh, I, I, I guess we'll just, yep, just put it out there. Co. Co. Eventually, like says, "Hey, I'm leaving the company. I'm going to France because I want to better myself. I'll be back." But, you know, like her, the final drama was her leaving the company. And I thought that was a great, like, like Alba's character development in this, in this <laughs> show was really great. I really came to like her as a character more so. Um, but because she, uh, you, you get to experience that. I mean, this is, a, I'll give a personal example. You know, I was on a ship for uh, almost five years. And, you know, uh, my ship was, was built uh in Pascagoula, Mississippi and I was I was there while it was being built. It's called pre-commissioning crew. And um you, you get to know these people, the commissioning crew, for so long, they were like family. 
Like I knew them so well. So when people left, it was so weird. And getting new people was even weirder. It was like, so you, you kind of like, like when you have that kind of working relationship where you're like family, mm-hmm. it's, it was awesome to see Alba have to kind of go through that where like, this has kind of been her, for lack of a better term, like an elder sibling. Yeah, and now like her, her pillar, her, you know, mm-hmm. who she can go to when she has a question, when she's in a spot of trouble that will, you know, probably have answers to her questions. And now mm-hmm. she doesn't have that safety net anymore. Right. With Co leaving. So, yeah, it was it was really cool to see kind of that relationship, you know, develop and how they both really have grown as uh, people and game developers. Yeah, um, it's it's just a great like real world like showing of like a working environment. Yeah, for sure. So um, granted, it, it doesn't show all the like it's you know, it's still it's still a, a like, I guess, a slice of life comedy. So yeah. you're not going to get the other parts like the the drama or the oh, no, I guess they did do that last season. I was going to say the people taking your lunch from the fridge, but they did do that last season. <laughs> yeah. <Maybe. laughs> <laughs> sorry that, but yeah like, so you're not gonna get like the higher like the uh, people cheating on each other's spouses at the, like the no. office christmas party type stuff well that's <laughs> because everyone at this company is a girl so hey yuri people can cheat too <laughs> and like, like, they, they pretty much essentially formed ko and rin as a couple basically pretty much um with the conclusion of their kind of uh arc in the, the show yeah, yeah, it's uh, it's gonna be like I you know there's gonna be more, and I'm so happy because oh, yeah. it, it feels like you could tell there's going to be more. I'm not sure where it's out of the manga though, so it might be another year. Uh, yeah, I think from what I've seen, um, we're gonna have to wait a little bit for the the manga to get far enough ahead. But man, what a good show! What a freaking good show! Um, I do, I do, I, I don't think I've really talked with you much about this, but what is your opinion on like the, the new hires that they got this time around? Okay. A lot of people really did not like them. I do not like them. I, 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 like, I came around. I like the pink hair girl well enough. I could not stand. I, I couldn't uh, either, but that's, that's Naru, I think was her name. That's the way I, when they gave her, yeah, the, the, um, you're talking about the, the programmer girl. Yeah. Yeah. I couldn't stand her either, but when they gave her reason, I understood. Yeah, I, mean, I mean, and it, it's it's yeah. a feeling that she was uh, like, yeah, Nene did work, but she was a, a QA person. QA is not the same as programming. No. So well, Nene she, did, you know, some programming work, but she's just not up to snuff. Yeah. But I just, I don't know. Like, I don't I, think she's not. They're not cut. my favorite. No. By a long shot. Yeah. But I understood why they're there. And it, yeah. it, it like you, like we were saying before, it drove the drama home. It was for sure. This is this is a workplace drama. This is something you like that people might encounter. Mm-hmm. Like an intern who's like maybe a little uppity because hey, this intern got like a recommendation. I've been working my ass off for a year <laughs> and a half in school to get this job. Yeah, and my and my my future is on the line because my family's gonna you know pull me back to if I don't yeah do well nowhere yeah. yeah yeah no I mean I get it I just you know just personalities don't necessarily yeah. line up with uh my own uh interests 100 understand but, uh, i just i really liked the fact that they had a, like a new drama for nene for sure and uh a, like I, a new I, thing for her to work yeah, to. the fact that you know she actually became a big part of the season was uh pretty impressive to me 
Oh, and we got to um, look at Alba's new friend, or well, uh, Alba's other friend, aside yeah. from Nina. <laughs> Her buying the game at the end was pretty funny. Yeah. <laughs> three different versions of it. Uh-huh. Yeah. Um, oh, I, and let's talk about Peko, man. I want to play Peko. Peko looks incredible. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> For those that, you know, don't watch the show, you know, maybe you don't care, but um, the game that they're making in this anime is called Peko, and it's a... Like a an R a 3D RPG where you get transported into this world where stuffed animals are alive, well, alive in quotes, yeah, <laughs> because it's kind of brutal. They're like sentient, do, yeah, yeah, sentient stuffed animals that you kill and wear their skin, so you can <laughs> get sneak different around. powers, <laughs> yeah, and get different powers, yeah. So I don't know, it looked like a lot of fun. Like the the PV they make in the anime, she's like. She's ripping open the back of a stuffed animal and like tearing out his stuffing and like yeah. other stuffed animal come and they're horrified. Yeah. <laughs> oh, and and uh, the the new designer chick, the new um, not the designer, the uh, the uh, character yeah. artist, yeah, yeah, yeah. Mo- Momiji. Yeah. She, she totally makes uh, bear cannibals for the game. I. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> I love the fact that there were cannibals in that game. That's hilarious. Uh, yeah, the, the game looks a lot like a lot of fun. The anime was a lot of fun. If you haven't seen New Game season one, like now you have two seasons to catch up on. If you like comedy yeah. slice of life, it's it's so good. And you know, we've been talking about it for half the length of this podcast, so I'm sure it comes as no surprise that I am going to give this uh, this anime a five out of five. Yeah, because it is freaking incredible. Yeah. Yeah, I like looking through. I, I for those of you who haven't seen uh, at the Anime Arcade website, I I, I made a um a kind of archive of all of our uh, reviews, um, and it's just um, how do you say it? Like it's just uh, the name of the anime, and then how many start, how many hearts we give it. We mm-hmm. do probably give out too many fives, nah. but fuck it. I mean, it's what we think. And I'm gonna give New Game Season Two a five out of five as well. It was just a joy to watch every single week, and it's the New Game series is a series that I'll I put on just in the background because I want to watch it over and over and over again. Yeah, yeah. It's just one of those shows that's just easy and fun to watch. So yeah. Um. Yeah, that's uh, that's it for our uh, our review shows this season. Well, half a uh, little, a little less. Oh than yeah, half. for for yeah. this episode rather. Sorry. Next episode, um, we got more. Yeah, we'll have a, a good number. Um, we do have some questions. Do we want to tackle those? Yeah, let's field those. Uh, for uh, those of you wondering. Uh, what happened to Jeff? I killed him. No, I'm just joking. Uh, he's I can't possibly. He lives on the other side of the country. Anyway, um, he's uh, he got called away or something. So we're gonna answer these questions. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. Like I I just kind of wonder if they're thinking like where the hell did Jeff's voice go? He's dead. <laughs> um. Okay. So our first question here is by Native American. Um, have you guys ever considered commissioning someone to make an original song for the podcast intro? If so, what style theme song would you want? Um, I don't know if I've ever considered it, but I think it would be really cool to do that. Uh, uh I just, I don't know. <laughs> I'm not, I, I'm not really knowledgeable about, um, like, uh, musical composition and stuff like that. So I just I don't know what I would do. 
like yeah. like well jeff if if we were to to commission a a song for the podcast like i don't know what what, what do you think he just came back by the way <laughs> i think uh, yeah you sorry good? i had kind of a I had a, a neighbor emergency no worries, yeah, no worries. <laughs> um yeah no i what do I think as far as like how the song would go? Like, and, do you know anything about the- composition? Like, I have no idea what we, whatever to, where we would even start. Uh, how about a '90s gangster rap <laughs> at American? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I I don't know. I picture something kind of bubbly with. Um, I I was always thinking it'd be really cool if we could in if we could go to cons and get like famous voice actors and voice actresses to kind of like say like anime arcade or something funny that we could kind of pop into like a Shout montage. Shout out to Eric in the beginning of our first <laughs> and only so far. Yeah, exactly. Only, yeah, our only so far. Yeah, but no, if we we gotta we gotta get to these cons and we gotta bring like good you know, high quality recording equipment and get them to like, you know, request that they give us little recordings <laughs> and start plopping those in. And then of course we can put our own kind of funny, some of the funniest things that we've said during casts or, um, you know, highlight reels. you know, introduce ourselves. It's like, Oh, this is uh Logan. <laughs> and Logan says something like, I really like blondes. Or something. <laughs> <laughs> just speaking the truth. <laughs> um, <laughs> but yeah, as far as like music stuff, I I have no idea. I, yeah, I don't even. If you have a suggestion, Native American, then please let us know. Yeah. We're all I mean, ears. I'm not oh yeah. To licensing music either. Right now, we just use a uh, a free track from uh, the website www.bensound.com. Um, yeah, and yeah, I don't know. I, I've used a couple of his his uh, his tracks, and I like them. But yeah, I'm not opposed to forking over some money for a good good intro music and outro music some more ichon too like i don't think we talk nearly enough we about don't. ichon i'm super proud of yeah. ichon like every time i look at ichon i'm like she is like the greatest cutest little mascot ever i think we did really good and thank you once again uh, to chanel for helping us out with her um but yeah i mean <laughs> there are a couple uh couple uh, comments here under his question uh dj says it would have to be like a super campy fun anime intro style a cute girl voice singer and at least one use of one english word in the song in his head anyway if we dude if we ever get into youtube more if we could put together something with like some of the anime tropes like and record like one of one of us walking like from the profile view or something and <laughs> it's just some of the goofy anime uh tropey things from openings and record it only with us instead it'd be so fun i'm gonna read phil's comment now yeah. i'm gonna preface it as well if you've ever seen south park which i do love south park it, if like watch it like don't just watch it and think oh vulgarity vulgarity blah 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 there are actually really heavy themes in that show it's great uh but he references the anime episode of of um, South Park, which if you've never seen it, go watch on YouTube and watch the Let's Fighting Love uh, uh, music video uh, from that. It's like an anime OP. Uh, so I'm going to I'm going to sing, uh, and I apologize. I'm going to sing it the way it's sung in like it's sung in South Park. So <clears throat> hey hey, let's go podcast do. Anime Okedo, protect my balls. Let's podcast it up. <laughs> that's going at our opening. <laughs> so yes, that's that's what that was his comment. He, he the the uh, 
It's just pretty much the uh, South Park anime OP. Uh, <laughs> oh, so you happy? Baby. You got Carlos, that out of me, you bastard. That's, re- that's recording gold <laughs> right there, man. Uh, uh, oh, man. <laughs> oh, uh, at, I, hope, I hope you can cut that in. Please, uh, please don't. Do I please, please don't. <laughs> <laughs> that was so embarrassing. Uh, <laughs> so, uh, dude, that was awesome. Phil, Phil uh, uh, also comment dj said sold phil uh, also asked us a question uh one down from that uh, in the form of a haiku is there any song that you'd pick as a theme song for your life for you and your life excuse me that's deep man man <laughs> that was too deep for this podcast. <laughs> white and nerdy <laughs> white and nerdy there <laughs> that's a good one <laughs> i mean i know my name is carlos here. but i'm yeah. pretty light-skinned so um, Nico Puri Joshido. I, I follow no Nico's girly ways. <laughs> <laughs> That's what that means. <laughs> uh, I don't even know what song it would. It I would. Can't. It would be yeah. a comedy. I, I song. thought about this when be I saw it. Song because my life is a joke. <laughs> oh first, God, that should be a song. Baptist I would just want, like, yeah, I would just want some like OST soundtrack. From I don't know, like Sword Art or Kon, just Kon music playing constantly. Oh uh, yeah, That'd be oh good. no, ten Fuu hour Fuu Fuu time, ten hour non Pasu. Yeah, Neon Pasu. That's a good one. <laughs> <laughs> It'd be something silly. I, um, I don't think I could pick anything serious. Cube uh, uh, Eric says Nekomeshi. I do not know what Nekomeshi is. Uh, let us look that up because I, I, I think he's posted it before. <laughs> Phil, Phil posted. It's hard to be humble. By oh, Matt that's such Davis. a good song. Yeah, that's a comedy <laughs> song, though. Until he fits his persona. Oh, this song, right? All right, right, right. Yeah, I'll, I'll link it in the. Uh, I'll throw it in the uh, the podcast description. Mm, okay. Uh, yeah, throw the throw the. It's hard to be humble because that's a great song. Don't pay attention to the to the the picture on the front yeah uh <laughs> it's a funny song though was that um, phil when he had hair no he had blonde hair <laughs> yes. um, um and then uh we got one more question here two uh, more two more yes yeah, technically first one you want to take the first one there uh jeff if you're looking at him yeah how spicy can you tolerate your food being before it's too much and then he says what is the spiciest thing you've tried? It's the second yeah, yeah, part yeah. of that question. Um, I don't know. I like, I like a moderate level of spice. I'm not that kind of guy that's like, you know, give me all the spice. I don't want to burn my mouth. The spicier, the better. Mm. Who needs a fucking stomach lining? I'm just joking. <laughs> I I'm, I'm joking. Uh, yeah. I, I do like really, really spicy food, though. Like, it, the stronger, the better. But there, there, there is a limit. I've discovered that. Hmm. I am actually, I, I don't know if eating spicy food throughout my life has caused my taste buds to be desensitized to it, but even the atomic level spices at most restaurants are only just kind of spicy to me. Mm. Um, so I, yeah, I, a spicy, I basically, if I want something to taste spicy, if I go to like, say a Thai restaurant or um, go get chicken uh-huh. wings, I request that it just be absolutely as spicy as they can make it. And often I get kind of looks like uh 
are you sure? <laughs> <laughs> and um, I'm like, yeah, no, I'm sure. And I've even had uh, the waiters and the waitresses kind of stand off to the side and watch me eat it to see what my reaction <laughs> is once they bring it out. And I just eat it. But most uh, it, it, people will ask me, like, is it spicy? And I'll be like, no, I don't even taste the spice in it. And they, like, are crying <laughs> that it's so spicy. Uh, so I'm a really bad person to ask like my about things being spicy the, the, <laughs> in terms of yeah. the spiciest thing i've ever eaten though oh i know uh i was at a at a sushi place in san diego with a buddy of mine and uh he, he was like he's like uh get the spiciest sushi you can you know we're, we're military so of course he embellished you like pussy called me he's like get the spicy sushi, sushi you can pussy don't don't puss out on me and <laughs> And I was, I, I'm like, all right, fine, I can take it. I've eaten spicy food my whole life, like Jeff was saying. And um, the waiter was like, "Are you sure? Are you sure?" And he kept, and it was really starting to piss me off. I'm like, "Yes, I'm sure. Bring it out." He's like, "All right, here's what I'm going to do for you." He's like, "I'm going to bring out a toothpick with some, like, some of the spiciest stuff that we had." I put it on my tongue, and I'm like, "Nope, give a few degrees down. It burned so bad. I'm pretty sure it killed taste buds. It was so fucking hot." <laughs> <laughs> How about you, Logan? Um, spiciest thing that I've tried, probably just like some Thai. Or no, I think I want to say it was uh, Indian food. There are several mm. uh, Indian restaurants, and they can make stuff very, very, very spicy. Um, oh yeah, Indian Indian yeah, food is known for uh, that. that. This, this discussion like makes me hungry. Tandoori <laughs> chicken or something like that that just burned my taste buds off, but. I'm sure it was yeah. delicious if I could the taste of it. I am told that this was a scotch bonnet pepper, but I looked at it on the spice scale and um, it was surprisingly low considering how spicy it was. But I was visiting a friend uh, or a coworker actually uh, who was giving me the grand tour of her house and she's Jamaican and she brought me to the backyard where she had a, uh, a plant with some peppers on it. And she's like, oh, yeah, these are spicy peppers. And she picked one and she gave it to me. And I assumed her giving it to me was kind of the indication that I should eat it. So I put it in my mouth. And um, that's something to note now that I, now I know is that <laughs> I guess peppers, once they're picked off the plant, like since basically time after they're picked off the plant, they lose their spice. But right after they're picked off the plant, they're very, very spicy. <laughs> <laughs> so I... I I popped it in my mouth right off the plant and um, I was trying to act like a tough guy as she finished the rest of the tour because I'm like, well, she gave this to me and she wanted me to eat it. This probably like the fact that I'm like suffering as much as I am, I just need to keep my mouth shut. But about a 10 minutes later, I was finally like, I can't take it anymore. Like I need a glass of milk because <laughs> I like, I was so, sp my mouth burned so bad that I don't, I couldn't even talk. There, Like I was, it was bad. Uh, yeah. So yeah, that's the spiciest thing I've ever eaten. <laughs> Um, okay, last question here, again from Eric. Um, how often do you go spicy in PUBG, player known <laughs> And those who aren't acquainted with the uh, uh, terminology of PUBG, going spicy means going straight into the middle of, you know, a hotly contested area. Mm -hmm. um, Dropping into is, a city or the military yeah, base or something. That is yeah. my preferred play style now. Yeah, so, yeah. The last couple times we played together, like that was way yeah. fun. Um, because we started out just kind of dropping out, like in the in the in the wilderness, uh -huh. you know. And uh, t 
taken 30 minutes to finally, or maybe not quite 30, but 15, 20 minutes before we actually see anyone. And but, they get shot in the back. Yeah, that game. Yeah. Right. Yeah, we we might go the entire game without seeing another group because we're killed, you know, from somewhere. So, um, no, yeah, yeah. I, I actually really like that play style. I think from now on, I'll probably consider that more often yeah, than not. Yeah, Pachinki, the school, uh, both fun places to go. Um, you know, the island. The hospital. Every now and then the hospital, for mm-hmm. sure. Yeah, uh, spicy is the way to play. Yeah. For sure. Unless you get killed when in the first minutes. When you watch the pros, <laughs> like the tournaments and stuff, is that typical? Um, sometimes uh, yes, sometimes the, no. Yeah, tournament play is very, very different um, because you're actually playing for something. It's like like mm-hmm. if I am playing to, you know, get into, you know, the top 10 or whatever, I will probably try to find a place that I can be by myself or, you know, just me and my team um, mm-hmm. because I want to last longer. But like, right. if I'm just you know hopping on with Carlos and V Tag and whoever else you or Eric or whatever, let's just go into the city and have fun. Let's just do it. If we right. die, we die, and we just hop back in. You know, it's whatever. Exactly. That's the cool thing about PUBG is that you're not sitting there waiting between matches. When you die and your team dies, you start you start a new match. So it's actually pretty fun to to just go out guns blazing yeah. like that. Nice. Good yeah. Questions. Um, just uh, as a heads up before we we. Uh, you know, dim the lights and draw the curtains. Uh, <laughs> there, the next. If you're interested in, in getting in on this discussion, uh, again, all you have to do is message us on any of the things that we'll be talking about right now, or Twitter, or whatever, whatever. Um, but next, the next uh, question we'll probably be asking you guys uh, for the next cast will likely be, "What was your favorite?" anime from the summer season or maybe like a ranking system or something like that so if you really want to get in on that discussion i know a lot of people love talking about their favorite anime then hit us up now and we can get you in that discord before uh the next cast and i will uh i will post that question in our podcast questions thread Mm -hmm. when we're done absolutely and we will read those on air if you would like to get an invite or just to contact us in general, you can find us on Twitter at anime underscore arcade. We are on Facebook at facebook.com slash anime arcade um, on Instagram at the underscore anime underscore arcade. Our email is mail.animearcade at gmail.com and our website is animearcade.net. And uh, that's it. We're done for this one. Thanks for listening, everyone. Yeah. Yeah, let the music take us... Take us away. Take us away. (laughs) Sing us out. (laughs) God damn it, that's just going to follow me. Give us some lyrics. We need lyrics for our for our song. I'll I'll, I'll write something. <laughs> uh, I Chan is so cute. She's so much fun. <laughs> that sounds like the ending to like a like a kid show. All right, let's go. I'm done. <laughs>